Welcome, welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast, Targo. What you drinking? I'm drinking some screwball peanut butter whiskey with some cranberry juice. Someone told me it tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the verdict is? Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah? (laughs) Kind of like eating a liquid lunch? Yeah, I can definitely already tell you one is going to be enough. It's pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am drinking a Belching Beaver peanut butter milk stout. Tastes like um, a Nutella and peanut butter sandwich put into liquid, but a beer. We didn't even plan the peanut butter, did we? (laughs) No, kind of like we were matching a couple episodes ago. So, you know, you do what you can. But those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Make sure to check out all of our socials. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Check out our Facebook group. Find us on all of your favorite podcast sites. Check us out on YouTube. And don't forget our Red Bubble. Check out our merch. It's pretty awesome. Miss anything? No? Okay. Today, we are going to have a little game. We are going to play Start, Sub, Sell with all of the best players throughout history and players now. And a few teams thrown in. So, Targo, you ready? Yeah, this should be fun. This is something different. (laughs) Right? Man, this is going to make me think looking at some of these. We're probably going to get all these wrong. We're going to get chewed out. (laughs) Oh, 100%. But that's what it is. This is banter. And we might even chew out each other by the end of this. We so, might. Uh, I might get a little feisty, so forewarning. All right. First one, we're going to start with a difficult one. This one's Thanks super for hard. This. Yeah. Uh, start, sell, sub. Lionel Messi, Zinedine <laughs> Zidane, and Ronaldinho. It's so hard, man. How do you pick? <laughs> I think... <laughs> for me, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um... I guess I'm starting messy. Got to start the goat. And so then this is where it gets real hard. Zinedine Zidane or Ronaldinho, man. Who do you who do you sub and who do you sell? I mean, I will have my answer for you, but uh, I'm not going to pick for you. I think I'm going to go with whatever player I thought made me feel the most about football, if that makes sense. You, hey, know, the you one... know, this is an opinion piece. This is not facts. So. Yeah. So I'm going to have to sub Ronaldinho and sell Zinedine Zidane as much Ooh. as that pains me to say. Man, you sound like the board of Blackburn when they tried to sign him. Like, that. Yeah, <laughs> our midfield's good enough. We don't need him. Okay. Selling Zidane. Okay. Yeah. I, it's tough. But, yeah, I got to go with Ronaldinho, man. The flair, the fun, smile on the face. It was fun. And the man I, did I it all while. Ronaldinho. All wild clubbing, three days a week. Um, okay, I am going to start messy. Obviously. That yeah. was hard. Really was. Um, you're right. This is very difficult. But <laughs> Told you. I'm going to bench Zidane and sell Ronaldinho. Ronnie, you're selling him, huh? You just want to Selling be Ronnie. <laughs> and the only reason is because Zidane is a better team player. Okay. And that's the only reason. It's the only thing that could separate the two of them in my mind. Dino's a little more fun to watch. Zidane helps dictate a midfield and has that creative spark to help everybody around him. So 
That's the only uh, yeah. thing. I mean, it's you could go either way. I, I think I picked Dino because you know the flair, the fun, oh. like I said, and man, he could just pull something out of that bag of tricks. And yeah, just, and wow. I mean, there's still people doing his moves. Not that today. Zidane can't do that either, but no, he just wouldn't try it. I feel like he just saw it more often with Ronaldinho. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, next we're gonna move up the field. R nine Ronaldo. Thierry Henry, DDA Drogba. All of them are amazing. Yeah. Especially all of them in their primes. So I can tell you who I'm going to sell right away. Drogba. Yeah, selling Drogba. (laughs) (laughs) But man, R9 or Thierry Henry. And obviously we're going off these players in their prime. Yes. FYI. Yeah, every single player on this list. Man, Ronaldo was my original favorite player. But man, Mr. Vava Voom, Thierry Henry. Yeah, you got Joga, Joga Benito against Vava Voom. I mean, like, it's. <laughs> that's hard. I'm starting Thierry Henry, benching Ronaldo. Oh. Seven Ronaldo, and yeah. Oh. I have to, man. You see it, the pick. I know. You'd shame me if I didn't pick him. I mean,. Right there. Uh, I, on the other hand, I'm also going to sell DDA Drogba. Um, (laughs) Just because the other two players are so great, not because DDA wasn't a fantastic striker. Oh, no, exactly. And also not because he played for Chelsea. Um, That This is a completely biasedly unbiased opinion. I am, because I think without injuries... R9 would have been considered the GOAT. I'm going to start Ronaldo, and I'm going to bench Terry Henry because at least he can come off the bench still. He's still there. Yeah. but Run at some tired defenders with his pace. Right. But, I mean, R9 was so good. He He's, just made everything look so easy. It's He was a monster pick. that had the fleetest of feet. That's what I was going to say, man. He was so physical, but yet the moves that he pulled off. is silky smooth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he had wings on his feet. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's still, I mean, I love He Henry. had wings. Thierry Henry had jets. Yes. Jets. Um, Henry made everything like easy, but it was more of the scoring goals, not the dribbling through five, six defenders. But he also created goals, which is why I went with Henry, man. He had the assists. Still holds yeah. the assist record. Still does. Um, and for a while there, um, I mean, for Arsenal. In the Premier still, League, FYI. <laughs> yeah, he still People does hold the Premier League record for Arsenal, I believe. Yes? The assist record? All time. No, I meant for goals. Sorry. Oh, yeah, for goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, what was it? 225 goals for him for Arsenal? Or is it more than that now? After his second stint. I thought it was more than that, but I can't remember the exact number. It's 200-something. It's 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 crazy um, for the amount of time he played for Arsenal. So, Okay, we're going to move from the front to the back now. And instead of, instead of going European, we're going to go American. So, Get some USA guys in there, huh? Yeah, so these next two are going to be Americans. First, we're going to go with goalies. So arguably considered the three best goalies of all time in the United States. We have Brad Friedel, Tim Howard, and Casey Keller. 
Oh. This is tough. I know. You're going to have to choose between two Spurs and a United goalie. Well, <laughs> at least I can say Keller, man. He was a Seattle Sounder for a bit. But I think I'm I'm selling Casey Keller. Oh, okay. Selling Casey Keller. And man, Tim Howard. I just, I love Brad Friedel, man. I think I'm starting Brad Friedel, subbing Tim Howard. And yeah, selling Casey Keller. Okay. Um, And I assume you're going to go with... Blackburn, Brad Friedel, not there. You go, Tottenham, yeah. <laughs> Black, Brad Friedel. So I was gonna say U.S. Men's National Team. How about that? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to start Tim Howard 100. Um, percent I don't think this is even close, personally. Oh no way, man! Right, Brad Friedel the, never made a mistake back there. You remember watching Tim Howard at Man United? <laughs> yes, I do. Guy had a mistake uh, in him every other game. Yeah, but I mean, for the U.S. National Team, it was like couldn't score on him. Yeah, I remember that so. one Belgium game at the World Cup where he did hold the record for the most saves in a game yeah. until this new World Cup just happened. Yeah, it, he was absolutely fantastic for the United States. Um, I'm going with so Mr. Consistency, Brad Friedel, man. Um, never I'm going to have to probably sub Brad Friedel and sell Casey Keller. Um, Again, I... I do rate Brad Friedel quite highly, and Casey Keller's Premier League career was not great. so Just not as good as the other two. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's go American forwards. Brian McBride, Landon Donovan, or Clint Dempsey. And this is not based off of their punditry, okay? <laughs> We're not doing that. This is off football. <laughs> Because, yeah, then I'm selling both Landon and Clint for doing off their <laughs> commentary. <laughs> they were so bad at the World Just Cup. don't let McBride quit on you. So Yeah. All right. Starting Brian McBride. Subbing Clint Dempsey. Selling Landon Donovan. Okay. I hate to agree with you, but that is exactly what I chose. Um, Brian McBride I was kind of switching my... between Clint and Landon, but Clint had a better European career. I thought he did better at Fulham than when Landon came to Everton. He yeah. arguably had a better MLS career, too. One yeah. more trophies. I don't think he did, but... Not, but not yeah. stats-wise, but he won more trophies in MLS. And then so. Brian McBride, man, it's just a stud. Brian McBride, in my opinion, is the greatest U.S. soccer player of all time. So he starts for me. Um, I am not a huge fan of Landon Donovan. His attitude drives me nuts. And he could not do anything in Europe, which to me doesn't make me rate him very highly. Casey he had a good Kel- little stint at uh, Everton. He didn't do very well. I mean, he scored like three goals, four goals. I said a little stint. Not a- <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not a fantastic he had, one. <laughs> he also had stints in Germany where all of his stints got cut short. He fell apart in Germany. I don't know what happened yeah, there. Yeah, like you'd go there on loan and just they'd yeah, see him and play then, and be like, "Well, never mind." <laughs> and then you have Brian McBride and Clint Dempsey, who are both considered some of Fulham's best players of all time. So, uh, Clint Dempsey for me, man, he was just exciting to watch. And then he did. He could pull some stuff out from nowhere. And, and then Brian McBride for me. He's just he's the simplest footballer, but yet always got the job done. So 
I love it. Okay. Next up. We're going to go wingers. Robert Pires, Ryan Giggs, or Frank Ribéry? So left wingers. Okay. Oh, that's tough. Giggsy, man. I can't sell him. No, I guess this one's really on how highly you rate Ribéry. Yeah, and I kind of do, man. There was a time where he held that French national team together. Yeah. He was their their player. But then Pires, man. It's Pires. He scored, obviously, some fantastic goals. I think I'm starting Ryan Giggs, subbing Frank Robbery, and selling Robert Pires. I had a feeling I was going to have to try to talk you off the ledge there. Um, selling Pires? Yeah, what? I think I got I got to, man. What? It pains me. Man. They're they're all so good. I know. And they're all I, very... Honestly, like I could, if you, you were talking you to me on a different day, I would probably pick any... someone different. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could put any of them in any of those positions because it's so close. Um, personally, I'm going to start Robert Perez. I'm going to bench Frank Ribery and I'm selling Ryan Giggs. Wow. So we were way off. Complete opposites. Yeah. Except for Ribery on the bench. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely love Robert Perez. He, to me, was just so silky smooth so good. Again, this is an opinion piece, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, and then Ribery, I'm sure people man. will tell you you're wrong. So Ribery, I just remember those Ribery and Robin days. They were so good. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, and then Giggsy. I mean, he's he's one of the best Man United players of all time, but he does have that going against him. So in my <laughs> mind, so. There we go. Okay. There's your bias coming in, huh? There's my bias coming in. Um, <laughs> okay. This is going to get a little harder the further we go along. So, if you didn't think it was hard, it's going to get harder. Next up, Samuel Eto, Andre Shevchenko, or Luis Suarez? Man, I don't know. Uh, I guess the real question is, is this Barca Eto or Inter Eto? Of course, it could be either. It's whatever you think is the greatest Eto. Yeah. Obviously, this is AC Milan Shevchenko. Yes. And <laughs> probably, I guess it could be Liverpool or Liverpool Barcelona or Barca, Suarez. Yeah. That Barcelona Suarez, man. That Liverpool wasn't Suarez, Messi, He would have won three golden boots. So, And then he goes to Atletico and wins the trophy. <laughs> La Liga with them. <laughs> Again, players that go from Barca to Atleti, it just backfires on Barca every time. Man, I don't know. You go first on this one. <sighs> okay. I'm just, I'm not going to think about it. It's going to go with my gut. I'm going to start Luis Suarez. I'm going to sell Andre Shevchenko. And I'm going to bench Samuel Eto. That's the exact same order I was leaning towards. <laughs> Just going with my gut. I mean, yeah, I mean, Suarez, Luis man, Suarez he's, he's, so it, good. he's considered one of the best strikers 
in the Premier League history and La Liga history. So, and then Shevchenko. He only did it in Milan. He was great for AC Milan, but. Yeah. Eh. And he then, went to Chelsea oh, we all and know this... Samuel Eto'o. He's yeah, fantastic. Samuel Eto'o. Yeah. For Barca, dude, he was just a. So good. Finishing machine. But yeah, I got to go Luis Suarez. Starting him. Sub Samuel Eto'o, sell Andre Shevchenko. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people don't rate Luis Suarez as highly as like we do. Um, they haven't watched him play. <laughs> it's because they, they see his, you know, on-field antics, not his yeah, actual he's got some terrible play. antics. Yeah. Um, but his play was next to unstoppable. So this whole comparison. He still comparison... has one of the most beautiful hat tricks I've ever seen for Liverpool. Oh, yeah, and and Barcelona. I mean, these comparisons between MSN for Barca and Arsenal, it's like, stop. Please, stop. They're not even close. No. No. One Gabriel Jesus or Nketiah are nowhere near Luis Morris. No, not even close. <laughs> and, and then you have Messi, Messi there, so. and, Na- and prime Neymar? I don't think so. Not in a million years. When they score between the three of them over 120 goals in a season, then come talk to me. Just saying. Um, okay. This one's a little bit harder. This one is tough. Xavi, Andrea Pirlo, or Luka Modric? I think I this one's a little bit easier for me just because I'm a fan of one of those players quite a bit, and that's Andrea Pirlo. I loved watching Andrea Pirlo, man. He would dictate games like no other. And so I'm starting Andrea Pirlo. Then this is where it gets tough. Xavi or Luka Modric? I think I'm subbing Luka Modric, selling Xavi. That's, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Um, you might get some some slack for that from our fans, but um, I'm also going to start Pirlo. I mean. Dude, I loved Pirlo, man. Just watching him so play. He was so good on the ball and watching him in his prime for Juve. That whole story about, was it Jisung Park? And <laughs> that was his Fergie, job, just to go shadow Pirlo. Fergie told him, okay, don't worry about the ball. Just man mark Pirlo. Just stand next to him. And Pirlo said, man, Jason Park, literally, the ball would come to me and leave, and he wouldn't even look at the ball. He's just looking at me the whole game. The whole <laughs> game. And it's the only reason that United beat Juve. So, so he's so good. So good, man. Um, okay. I'm going to, ah, this is tough for me because Javi, you know, won a world cup, but Modric took a Croatia side that had no business being in the semifinals or finals of the world cup to almost take him to two world cup finals. And that's what I'll say about Modric, man, is he, obviously he performed well at Tottenham, got his big money, moved to Real Madrid, played well for a Croatia team where Javi dude. And that Spain national team and at Barcelona, he had fantastic players all around him. So I guess that's why maybe I don't pick him. Never got to see him at a team with not so many great players. I don't yeah. know. I just picked Luka Modric. It, just it I, is difficult. Um, I guess I like to style a play better. I'm going to sell Modric and I'm going to sub Xavi. Gut instinct, uh, and it's yeah. not me thinking. So you think about it too much, second guess yourself, it's going to take us three hours to do this. So, <laughs> um, Okay, 
Now we're going to take a break from past players-ish. I mean, I guess Luka Modric and Luis Suarez are still playing, but and Messi, but everybody else is retired at this point. Um, okay, we're going to go with some young guns here. Jamal Musiala, Jude Bellingham, or Pedri? That's so hard. Especially because none of them are a finished product yet either. No, and they're so, it's so tough. And I think I'm just going to go off recent form. Man, I don't know. This, this is hard. If you go off recent form, Jamal it makes it harder. I'm just going to go my gut. I'm just going <laughs> to spit it all out. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting Jamal Musiala, subbing Jude Bellingham, selling Pedri. Okay. I am going to disagree with you. I'm going to start Jude Bellingham. I'm going to bench Pedri, and I'm going to sell Jamal Musiala. It's hard if I think about it any more than that. It's going to change. Um, <laughs> yeah, Musial is so good. Plays in a Bayern side that is absolutely loaded. I wouldn't Bellingham, say that. I would say he's the star of that Bayern team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Play. He, in a he's side the star that's of Germany at the World Cup, too. Yeah. Um, Pedri, I mean, he's got a arguably just as good, if not better, teenager right next to him in Gavi. And then Bellingham's got what he's a Borussia Dortmund side that he is the star and makes things happen for them. Granted, they're not doing great this season, but he's the reason they're where <laughs> they're at. Say that <laughs> him and Gio Reyna. So, um, yeah, I just think watching Jude Bellingham at the World Cup brought an absolutely loaded England team, and seeing what he did was amazing. And see, it was Jamal Musiala's performances at the World Cup that made me pick him. Yeah. Um, it was very close between Pedri and Musiala, but yeah, again, went with my gut. Uh, and did the eye test and didn't look at stats or anything because I don't want to. Um, yep. It's going to hurt my brain. <laughs> Speaking of hurting my brain, Bukayo Saka, Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, your Gareth Southgate. Who do you start? Who do you sell? Who do you sub? Again, going off all time, that's <laughs> tough. Especially when you're looking at recent form. Because recent form, man, like Rashford. Yeah. Ten goals and ten games and three assists. Yeah, so I think... I don't know. I guess... I don't want to be biased and say I'll start Kyle Saka. But I am, so I'm going to start with Kyle Saka. Yeah, I'm like, this is a completely opinionated piece, so. I'm subbing Marcus Rashford and selling Phil Foden. Okay. So you're selling Foden, benching Rashford, and starting Saka. Yep. Okay. Um, Going off recent form, this changes for me. Uh, obviously I'm going to sell Phil Foden if it's off recent form because he's been terrible of late. But if we go by the whole entire season, I'm probably like, it makes it completely different. If we go by potential also different, I'm going to have to agree with you though. I'm going to start with Kai Osaka. I'm going to sell Phil Foden and I'm going to bench Marcus Rashford because my opinion matters. Cause, uh, 
a couple biased Arsenal fans. Why wouldn't they start with Kyle Saka? It's not just us, though. Um, <laughs> just saying. Apparently, Pundits from all the over the way. world have said they'd rather have Bukayo Saka than Marcus Rashford, but that's an argument for everybody to have. So I would take Bukayo Saka because he does more for the team than Marcus Rashford does. Marcus Rashford is just a one-man wrecking ball. If United doesn't have him, they are much further down the table. I think they would and be struggling Foden, if they didn't have him. I mean, Foden doesn't even start half the time, so it's like – I know he's got a lot of potential, but he's very up and down and inconsistent. So that also is a little bit of why I decided to bench Rashford because he's, you know, when he's on a tear, man, he's a world beater. But when he is not, he is very his confidence, man. He, he's a confidence kind of player. And then Sokka's just good all the time. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. In your opinion, of course. In my opinion, of course. Kevin De Bruyne, Mesut Ozil, and Kaká. Ooh. All in their primes. All in their prime. Yeah. This is a hard one. Prime Kevin De Bruyne, man. That's tough. Prime Mesut Ozil at Real Madrid. Feed and Ronaldo. And you got Prime Kaká. The only one prime out of Kaká, these that's won a Ballon d'Or. Oh. Yeah. So. But Prime Mesut Ozil. Oh. At Real Madrid, Mesut Ozil. Yeah, man, he could see a pass 10 seconds before it happened. Not only that, it was like his touch was like anticipating five seconds ahead of time. So yeah, him and De Bruyne are just kind of too different. Like I would almost compare more Kevin De Bruyne and Kaká. Yeah. Like they were and power Ozil's, runners, you know. Ozil's his own category, I feel like. Ozil's just, yeah. All right. I think I got a I got an order for that one. Okay. It's tough. Starting Kaká, benching Kevin De Bruyne, selling. That's who huh? Uh, I'm gonna start Kaká because he's the only one with the Ballon d'Or out of all these guys. So <laughs> clearly he's the best. Um, but the other two are hard. They're completely different. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're completely different, but they're both great. Like I said, this is one of those, like, catch me on a different day, and I'd probably pick different. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to sit Mesut Ozil and sell Kevin De Bruyne. Don't ask me why, because I don't know. Um, okay. Moving on, then. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to switch to all-time great teams in the Premier League. So we got the 0304 Arsenal Invincible Squad, the United Treble winners of 98-99, and Jose Mourinho's absolutely stacked title-winning Chelsea squad of 04-05. They lost one game. Yeah. <sighs> Again, from a non-biased Arsenal fan. <laughs> I am picking the Invincibles. Okay. Start sub United Trouble winning squad and selling the Mourinho 0405. Okay. It's just so hard, man, to go a season unbeaten. It's so hard. It's so hard, especially when you have that Mourinho squad the season before and a United squad that 
won the title the year before that. Wasn't quite that Mourinho squad. He didn't come in until that. No, year. I mean it was, it was ninety-three million pounds yeah. less of spending, but still, it was a Mourinho's Chelsea, and they were very good. So yeah, that's. I mean, and then obviously winning three trophies in a season: Champions League, Premier League, and what was it they won the FA Cup or League Cup? Uh, it was FA Cup. So yeah, that's incredible too. Yeah. I'm trying to look for the record, the treble winners, but I know they finished second in their group in the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, that's they so hard to three do three well. games in the Premier League. They pipped Arsenal by one point. Um, it's I mean, just so they, hard, like I said. This to is so hard. lose a game. This is so hard. Like, don't get me wrong, they didn't have the best point total. But they didn't lose a freaking game, man. Oh, the Arsenal squad? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know there's te- been teams in other leagues that have done it, but there's also been teams in other leagues that have won trebles. The, this so is the perpetual argument. Which team is better, the United treble or the Invincibles? I mean, this is a United team in an era where Bayern Munich were absolutely dominant. Uh, 98, 99, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Ronaldo played for Barcelona in a Barcelona squad that had that were stacked as well. So almost it's it's like that Champions League title might be the one thing that separates the Invincibles from the treble. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to start, and this is not biased at all. I'm going to start the United treble squad, sit the Invincibles, and sell Mourinho's Chelsea. It's tough. Yeah, it could go either way. It's tough, but winning a treble in England and the Champions League, I mean, winning a treble in England is not as difficult as winning the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the Champions League. If you throw in a Carabao Cup in there, I probably change this instead of a Champions League. But because it's the Champions League, yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's just, yeah, it's it's tough. You could go any way. That Mourinho-Chelsea squad was stacked. Granted, you know, both of these United Treble and the Invincibles combined spent not even half of what Mourinho's Chelsea did to get where they were. So, yeah, it's a tough one, but it's the money for me. That's why I have to sell... Chelsea squad. You get more money back. Um, okay. All-time great goalies. We have Gigi Buffon, Olivier Kahn, and Iker Casillas. That's tough. My big this fan is of essentially you're telling me who your greatest goalie of all time is. Then Gigi Buffon, man, he did it. Still doing it. He's still playing. Yeah, still playing for Parma at, what is he, 44 now? I don't know, 100. Yeah, 150. 100, 105 maybe, (laughs) but who's counting? I think I'm starting Gigi Buffon, sitting Oliver Kahn, selling Iker Casillas. Yeah. I don't know if you can really look, basing it on stats, really separate any of these three. Like, this has got to be a completely 100% opinionated piece 
It is. I mean, because I mean, Iker, Iker Casillas has a Euro and a World Cup to his name. Yeah, and all the titles he and also Champions won in Leagues. Spain. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then Buffon won a ton of titles in Italy as well. And Khan, same in and Germany. has a World Cup as well. <laughs> yeah. They all have World Cups. So yeah, it's. I am going to go completely based off of my own opinion and my emotional decision. I'm going to start Oliver Kahn because, man, watching him was so much fun. He, he was, was fun. He was absolutely definitely. insane. He was a character, that's for sure. Yeah. And then his backup in Jens Lehmann was equally, if not more, insane. So <laughs> that's where, just not as good of a goal. That's where he learned it from. Yeah. Um. So... I'm going to bench Gigi Buffon and sell Iker Casillas completely off emotional opinion. And I think the longevity of Buffon is ultimately what gets him on the bench. So, okay. Again, I told you this is going to get harder. John Terry, Carlos Poyol, or Paolo Maldini. Those are some great defenders, man. So good. Some of the best center backs ever. Not only center backs, but you're talking about leaders. Leaders, motivators. All of them. All of them were captains. Tacticians. Yeah. I'm starting Paolo Maldini. I think I'm benching or subbing Carlos Puyo and selling John Terry. Okay. You're right. This is very hard. But I'm going to start Paolo Maldini because, in my opinion, he's what, if not top greatest two defender or of all three, time. but the greatest defender of all time. Um, this is tough. John Terry was a. He scored force. goals. That's why. Oh, maybe I want to switch to John Terry. And Carlos Poyle, you could argue he's not the greatest defender, but man, could he organize and lead a defense? The tenacity of that man. The tenacity. The way he just played for his team and the badge. And then the He wasn't a soft he player. He wouldn't go down hurt if he wasn't actually hurt. No. And if he saw his own players doing that, he'd pull them up and help yep. them. And then the hair. Up. And then the hair. The hair. Like the <laughs> I hair. think that's what made me pick him was the hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, the wild long locks. And He's because like we mentioned man. the hair, I'm gonna put Poyle on the bench and sell John <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Uh, I can just I just remember seeing Poyle in that Champions League final against Arsenal and just watching him yell and yell and yell and pull his defenders in every direction. And ultimately, I mean, he made a huge difference in that game, but that's really the one that stands out to me. I know he won many other Champions League titles, but yeah. That that I'm just gonna Move on before I'm I not saying that life. John Terry wasn't great. It looks like I no. said, man, he's one of the best scoring center backs. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the best. I mean, he's one of the best defenders in England history as well. So it's tough. Um, speaking of defenders, we're going to go to outside backs. And I believe this is left backs. Yeah. Ashley Cole, Roberto Carlos and Marcelo. Man, I loved Ashley Cole, but got to go with Roberto Carlos starting him. 
subbing Ashley Cole, selling Marcelo. Okay. I'm going to start mine off by uh, two Brazilians and an Englishman walking to a bar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, Because obviously Marcelo would drink them all under the table. Um, uh, Yeah. I mean, Roberto Carlos has some of the greatest goals I've ever seen scored. Ashley Cole was such a good defender. Such a good defender. Marcelo's literally won everything. Like... I think he's won more than the other two combined, quite honestly. Um, Doesn't have a World Cup. No. Roberto but Carlos has a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And Ashley Cole is a traitor. So I'm going to sell Ashley Cole. <laughs> um, he's not really a traitor. Arsenal wouldn't pay him enough. It's fine. He's still a traitor. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start Roberto Carlos and bench Marcelo. And that's it. Next up. This one's tough. We have three of the greatest finishers of all time. Ruud van Nistelrooy, Alan Shearer, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic himself. Hmm. I don't think this one's as tough for me. Starting Alan Shearer, subbing Zlatan, selling Ruud van Nistelrooy. Okay. I'm very surprised by your pick because I when you said I don't think this is as, as close, I thought for sure you were gonna start Zlatan. I'm gonna I like sell Alan Shear, man. I I'm gonna Alan sell Ben Easter. Fantastic finisher. Ben Easteroy is just a poacher. That's it. Reminds me very much of Erling Holland. Um God, Alan Shearer was so good in his prime. So good. Took a Don't really get me wrong, Zlatan sh- scored some incredible goals, but man, Alan Shearer holds records. Yeah. <sighs> this is hard. Because I rate Zlatan very, very highly. But then again, it's Alan Shearer. He took a not very good Newcastle squad and won the title with them. So, mm. yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to start Alan Shearer. Sit Zlatan and Rude's out of here. Um, okay. Now we're going to go great Brazilian midfielders. Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, and Kaká. And at one point, all three of these guys were in the same squad. Just letting you know. They all have Ballon d'Ors, don't they? Um, Pretty I'm sure Rivaldo sure. has one. Yeah? Then Yes. Um, and they both ha- they all have a World Cup because they were all on the same squad. This one's man, I love Ronnie, but I love Rivaldo more. I'm starting Rivaldo. Technically, Rivaldo has two World Cups. Just letting you know. Okay, ninety four. He was on the bench. So yeah, with, I'm starting Rivaldo with a seventeen year old R nine. By the way, <laughs> fun fact: starting Rivaldo. Subbing Ronaldinho, selling Kaká. I loved watching Rivaldo play, man. He was just, he's one of the smartest players I've ever seen. Oh, 100%. Um, And he's probably one of the most underappreciated greats of all time. Like, you know, in a greatest midfielder of all time, he is never brought up, ever. He was, he almost played more like a kind of that Dennis Bergkamp role where he was kind of a forward. Kind of a number 10, kind of a forward, yeah. Um, 
like I know for Barcelona, he was more of a forward, but for Brazil, you know, Ronaldo was more of the forward and he would kind of come back to create and would feed balls to Ronaldo. And yeah. Um, I'm going to start Rivaldo bench Kaká, sell Ronaldinho. You just don't like Ronaldinho, do you? I love Ronaldinho. <laughs> you hate him. I just like team players a lot more. That's all. Um, I rate Kaká very, very highly. That's ultimately what this comes down to. And Rivaldo, God, I loved watching him play. It was so much fun. That's that's yeah. it. This is very hard for me to decide between the three of them. So, ultimately, Rivaldo having two World Cups decides it for me. So, Okay. Arguably... Three of the greatest players of all time. And possibly one, two, and three in some people's minds. Pele, Maradona, George Best. That's hard. <laughs> That's really hard. Honestly, I'm going to pick this player just because we have the same middle name. And that is Maradona Mr. Diego first, Armando huh? Maradona. <laughs> Some certain Maradona, some in Pele, selling George Best. Uh, I I hate this one because I feel like George Best isn't going to get the recognition he the deserves. The love he deserves. He deserves so much. We need to put him up against a couple other different legends that aren't Pele right. or Maradona. Right. This is just unfair to George Best. I'm going to do it exactly in the order I said it. I'm going to start Pele. I'm going to sub Maradona, and I'm going to sell George Best. Because Pele was the world's first superstar, won three World Cups, only person to do so, until Mbappe does it eventually. Um, And it's not because of Mbappe, it's because that French squad is just so absolutely loaded with talent. So is that Brazil squad, though, to be fair? Yeah. To be Garnacho in there, and we'll see. Or not Garnacho, Garincha. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Garnacho, <laughs> but uh, I was gonna let it pass. Anyways, I got yeah. myself <laughs> Maradona. I mean, he was a wizard on the ball. Freaking hard A on this episode. Give me a, give me a le- little bit of leeway. Right, right. You're gonna be way, way more leeway than me. So I'm just drinking a meal in a can. So. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. Maradona's he's up there. That one was tough to pick a starter. You could go either way. Like I said, we have the same middle name, man. Got to pick him. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. As soon as you (laughs) said that, I knew exactly who it was. So, (laughs) all right, moving on this one. We're going to turn back the clock. Not a lot, but just a little bit. Prime Neymar, prime Eden Hazard, because obviously it's not going to be now. Otherwise, <laughs> this would be about an eating contest. Um, and then Prime Mohamed Salah. This one's tough. That one is tough, man. Prime and Hazard was unstoppable. And so was Prime Salah. And then just Neymar. I mean, and then you got Neymar. Neymar. I mean, played in the arguably the best front three of all time. So. You might think I'm crazy. I'm starting N Hazard. I don't think you're crazy. It's what you're going to say next that I might think you're crazy. I'm subbing Neymar. Yeah. 
Now I think you're crazy. And so, yeah, Mohamed Salah. <laughs> now I think you're insane. Um, I just loved Prime and Hazard, man. Well, I do too, but and like it's Neymar. Mohamed Salah, you're going to sell him? Prime Salah? I don't want to sell him, but... God. I yeah. don't agree. I'm, and at man, all. Maybe, yeah, because he does have a record for goals, doesn't I'm, he? I'm selling Neymar. Hopefully I get a little bit of that $222 million back. <laughs> um. I rate Mohamed Salah so highly that I'm going to start him and I'm going to sit Eden Hazard, but God, that one was tough between the two of them. Like you can flip a coin and my opinion would change. They're so good in their prime in a league that is much better than any other. In my opinion, um, if Neymar had played in the premier league, maybe I would, Give him a little bit of a look Just in. Just wait, Chelsea. You're going to go get him. They're not done spending. I, I mean, I did predict <laughs> that. I did predict that. We'll see. Um, but I mean, if they buy him, I think FIFA comes after them because they've already spent almost six hundred million pounds. So, anyways, um, what's off topic? Next up, great English midfielders, not including George Best. Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard, and Paul Scholes. I feel like this one gets thrown out there all the time. Everyone always compares Gerrard and Lampard together. Well, yeah, they played at the exact same time. <clears throat> so, And then you get Paul Scholes, who I think doesn't get the credit he deserves. So, Because he gets overlooked by Ryan Giggs. And because of that, I think I'm selling Paul Scholes. Fair. I think I'm starting. I liked Frank Lampard, man. I'm starting Frank Lampard, subbing Steven Gerrard, selling Paul Scholes. I'm a big Lampard fan. I love Gerrard. Gerrard scored some incredible goals, but I just liked Lampard. I, on the other hand, did not like Frank Lampard. <laughs> so, arguably, I didn't really like Paul Scholes either, but that was just more out of hatred towards his team than him as a player. So, Frank Lampard, on the other hand, I just. I'm going to sell Frank Lampard hmm. before I change. Well, my we mind. went way opposite then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start Steven Gerrard. This is completely opinion based, not anything to do with skill levels because I absolutely love watching Steven Gerrard play. And he was fantastic in what I consider the greatest game of all time. So he also had that slip. Yes. <laughs> Where he handed who the, who the title? Frank Lampard, yes, I know. Um, and, you know, <laughs> internet trolls will forever remember that. But whatever. Uh, I'm going to bench Paul Scholes because he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And I think he was a better midfielder than Frank Lampard. And that is your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Why? No, I'm kidding. All right. And what do you think, Tyler? It doesn't matter what you think. (laughs) I didn't fall for it. Get out of here. Yeah. I tried to wait until you tried to say something, but (laughs) for the sake of time. Um, Okay. Andres Iniesta, Cesc Fabregas, David Silva. Man, I loved watching David Silva. I'm starting him. 
I'm subbing Andreas Iniesta and I'm selling Sass Fabregas because he's also uh, a snake. <laughs> I'm not doing that because of your choices, but because of how difficult I think this one is. It's tough. I loved watching all three of them. Yeah. Even Fabregas for Chelsea. Honestly, Prime's Fabregas when he was like 20 years old for Arsenal. Oh, God. Reminiscent Man. of Jack Wilshire in his prime before, well, his career ended. That was right Jack after. Jack Wilshire was trying to become Cesc Fabregas. Let's be honest. Anyways, you're right. Um, oh, Iniesta was so good, though. He's so good. So good. David Silva as well. And he's still playing. He is. He plays. Who is it for? Sociedad, I believe. Sociedad. And he's. Yeah. yeah he's actually playing for them. Yeah. And like 37. <laughs> yeah. And no one talks about it. And Sociedad is amazing this year. So. Um, uh, uh, do I have to choose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna start. Says Fabregas, sit. David Silva, sell. Andreas Iniesta. You're selling Andreas Iniesta. One Spain a World Cup. Wow. All three of these players were on the same. Your squad, opinion sir. is wrong on this one, man. They were all in the same <laughs> squad, so I completely took out international football and did my eye test. I almost picked Iniesta over David Silva because of that World Cup. But I was like, man, I just liked watching David Silva at Man City. I did too. And my biased opinion of Cesc Fabregas ultimately showed. So that's why. However. You must be a Chelsea fan. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, (laughs) No. I absolutely love Cesc Fabregas for both Barcelona and Arsenal and Chelsea. Ultimately, Iniesta, yes, he was fantastic, but he also had two fantastic players around him. David Silva, on the other hand, created a lot more on his own. De Bruyne wasn't quite in his prime when David Silva was. And Fabregas, I mean, he had Gilberto. Gilberto's no Javi or Sergio Busquets. So, but then he went to Barca where there was Xavi and Sergio Busquets. Yeah. Which but he did it at play Chelsea. For Chelsea. He did it for Chelsea and <laughs> Arsenal without Xavi, Busquets, and Iniesta. So, yeah. I'm going to change the subject before I change my mind. All right. Last but not least. No, we got two. You skipped one up here. Then Best you go right ahead. Backs. And say, oh, yeah, I did. Shit. Okay. Let's save that one for last. Okay. Because I feel that's harder than this next one. Okay. David Beckham, Luis Figo, Gareth Bale. Bex, Figo, and Bale. Let me see how highly you rate Gareth Bale. I rate him highly, so I'm starting him. Yeah. I'm starting Gareth Bale. Man, Gareth Bale in his prime was unstoppable. Yeah. Only to be (laughs) just overshadowed by Cristiano Ronaldo. Like I wish he, I mean, but even in when he went to Real Madrid, I mean, he, do you remember yeah. that bicycle kick he scored in a Champions saying. League final? It's like anywhere he went, he was just overshadowed by Cristiano Ronaldo. But yeah, I'm starting Gareth Bale. 
I don't know. I think I'd sub Luis Figo and sell David Beckham. I would ask you why, but I assume it's the same as my opinion. So I'm also going to start Gareth Bale because in his prime, that man was unstoppable. He was so good. If there was a Great Britain squad and Bale got a chance to play for England, I think England probably would have won a World Cup. But we're not dealing with what ifs and maybes. So Luis Figo's on my bench because, man, is he he was one great footballer and, man, was he one great trader. <laughs> he was a great trader, Jeez, that's Louise. for sure. Uh, and I personally think David Beckham is the most overrated footballer of all time. And he is the person I'm selling. For people who don't know, Luis Vigo went from Barcelona to Real Madrid, and they're very much rivals. Yeah, very much. And he didn't care at all. <laughs> so, um, and last but not least, this one's difficult, but only for two of them for me. Yeah. Philip Lom, Danny Alves, Gary Neville. Don't know what Gary Neville's doing in this one. Eh, you think of another great right back. <laughs> Fair. Give me some time and I might, but not so I'm, right now. I'm starting Philip Lom, subbing Danny Elvis, selling Gary Neville. Okay. I loved Philip Lom, man. I did too, but Danny Elvis well, has the most trophies of all time. He does, but man, Phil Blond never got a, what was it, a yellow card or a red card, or he went a whole season without a yellow card, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Um, something ridiculous, and as a defender, skill-wise, easily the best out of the three of them, defensively. <laughs> but that's not I'm why you selling Gary <laughs> Neville, and it's not even close. His punditry is awful. His opinions suck, and they are completely factless. Sorry, I had to get that out. Reminds me of someone I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what yourself? Um, <laughs> I'm going to start Philip Lom and sit. Danny you Alves. are. Yeah, I thought about it too long. I changed your mind, huh? Uh, Philip Lom. I mean, these are defenders, right? And ultimately, yeah. we're talking about defenders. Danny Alves was a winger put at right back. He's not a defender. Philip Wom was a defender and one of the best right backs of all time. If not the best, yeah. If not the best, yeah. So, Gary Neville shouldn't be on this list. I'm sorry, I didn't try to find one better sooner. But I can't stand him. So, so there yeah, you go. That's all I have. And I will shut up before I go on a giant rant about Gary Neville. So, <laughs> so that brings us to this episode of Bruise and Banter, a special episode of Start, Sub, Sell. Let us know on our Facebook group which other players we should do this with. We definitely want to see your guys' thoughts and opinions on this piece. As always, check out our Instagram, TikTok, Bruise and Banter FC. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel. We kind of break these shows up a little bit smaller so you don't have to sit for a whole hour or so. A little more digestible. Yeah. Yeah. And as or always, less. check out our Red Bubble. Help us keep doing this so we can pay to do this. <laughs> Fortunately, this isn't free. We wish it was, but it's not. We wish it was. So we love all the help we can get there. 
and just continue to listen to the podcast. We appreciate it. Give us five stars on Spotify and we love you guys. And until next time, next time, cheers. Cheers.